May I have your attention, please? We are controlling transmission. There is nothing wrong. The horror crime. Whether it's a ghost, a spirit, or an entity, they all feed on it. That's the whispering, the footsteps, the feeling of another presence. You won't have a chance to change your minds later. Because there'll be no way to get out. We have such sights to show you. They will say that I have shed innocent blood. Nope. What's blood for? If not for shedding. Have you checked the children? Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. Boogeyman's real. That is They're coming to get you. What's up, everybody? What is up? And welcome to another episode of the Horror Chronicles podcast, your favorite show on the earth. <laughs> I'm your host, Ryan. And with me, as always, Mr. JT. What's up, everybody? <laughs> What's going on, brother? Oh, not a lot. Not a lot. Oh, shoot. You know what I I'm forgot to tell you before? pretty excited about this episode. I think it's going to be kind of fun. Yeah, man. I, you know, we decided that uh, we kind of want to do things our way. Yeah, yeah. We've been trying to figure out where we want to be, you know, as a podcast. We're trying to find our place in the podcast universe. Yeah, and uh, you know what? We start this because we love talking about this stuff, and we like to joke around, and, you know, that's how we are. We kind of we, we kind of been going into just doing, like, history and trying to make everything so informal, and really, we just want to have conversations. Yeah, and, you know, some people got back to us and said, you know, we really don't give a fuck about that shit. Just... <laughs> Well, yeah, we like to hear you guys bullshit around, and you talk about the stuff, which is cool, but then you also kind of just do your thing, which is kind of why we want to do this anyway. Yeah, so, that's us. That's us. So, we're going to stick with that, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. um... I mean, we're going to have an agenda, of course. You know, we're going to know what we're going to talk about. We're just not going to know what we're going to talk about. We may not know the freaking, uh, the co-producer's freaking nephew's aunt's name and all that bullcrap. Well, I might. <laughs> but I mean, you know, we're going to know what we're going to talk about. We're going to give you guys some awesome stories and we're going to talk about some cool shit and we're going to joke about shit as he slurps his koofy. <laughs> but you know, we're probably going to wind up getting some fart mics in here, too. I'll hook one up to the damn Hell chair. Yeah. Yeah. And but, we don't uh, need whoopies, either. <laughs> we can but, do that shit on our own. You know, speaking of just talking about stuff, last night, me and Krista watched uh, Halloween, the new one we went to. The new seen. one? Okay. Yeah, she's seen it for the first time last night. Okay. And she fucking jumped. I was surprised, because she watched the movie with me all the time. Yeah, yeah. But, like, dude, she was she was like, what the... F-? I mean, she there's parts where... Um, and I didn't really think about it when we were in theaters watching it, but um, all right, spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't seen the movie yet. I'm gonna tell a part. Uh, Do it. 
the part where the um, fat kid, the devil kid, who tried to hook up. Why with is it her? always got to be about a fat kid? Because <laughs> he was fat and he's a kid. <laughs> but uh, anyway, the part where there he's sitting in the yard, he's all depressed because what's her name wouldn't like kiss him and shit. <laughs> yeah, he's sitting on the floor. I, I, I thought he was gonna throw a tantrum, <laughs> dude. And he's trying to talk to. He thinks Mike Myers is the guy that owns the house or whatever. But anyway, mm-hmm. that part wherever it shows. What was it, Mister Andrews? Something, something like yeah, that. something like that. Yeah. And uh, it shows him in front of the fog lights, the, the motion lights. Yeah. And it shows his face sitting there, and he's like, what's your deal, man? You're acting kind of creepy, you know, blah, blah. Yeah. And it coats off. And then when it cuts back on, he's like right there, and he fucking... Yeah, dude, right in his face. Krista screamed so fucking loud and jumped. <laughs> I was fucking Well, she should have known, because they went off and on a couple times. And oh, dude. every time, he was a little closer. Well, she said, I fucking knew it was coming. I fucking <laughs> knew it was coming, and it still scared me. I was dying. I'm dude, like, the be- best part of that whole scene was when he impaled the dude on the top of the gate. Yeah. Oh. But let's not get too far into that. Yeah, I just yeah, to, yeah. I We're to not mention, here to talk about Halloween, to mention that. Yeah, the greatest to, movie ever made. <laughs> Today, guys, we're going to be talking about something that's kind of fun for us and something that I, I like talking about, you know. Um, some people I think call you them, just like to talk. Yes. I love the sound of my own voice. Yeah. And when, when you sound this great, you know, you've got to share it with the world. It's so sexy. Sexified. But uh, anyway, some people call them urban legends. Some people call them cryptids. Yeah, you um, know, when when I was looking at this, I was kind of wondering, you know, is this really an urban legend episode? I guess it could be. But, I mean, we're talking about cryptids. Basically, what we're going to talk about today, guys, is... Uh, two of the big ones. Two of the, main, two of the main big ones, which are two of my favorites, which is the Jersey Devil and Mothman. You got to say that right. Joyzy. Joyzy Devil. The Joyzy Devil. The Joyzy Devil. The Devil. But, um... They're two of my favorites. Um, the Jersey Devil has always, always piqued my interest because I'm big about the woods. I love being in the woods. I love anything that's creepy about the woods. Yeah, Ryan likes the wood. Yeah, you know, I love the wood. But <laughs> I love the wood, yo. We're going to be talking about Bigfoot, too, sometime down the road, for sure. I know people might think whatever, but I want to talk about I think Bigfoot's an alien. We'll talk about Fuck, that later. I just ruined the whole episode. We'll talk about that later. But um, the Jersey Devil and the Mothman are two of my big faves. The Jersey Devil, for sure, is my favorite. Um, it's just always being in the woods and, I mean, I'm going to kind of get a little bit into it. You know, when you're talking about the Jersey Devil and you're talking about the Pine Barrens. Yes. Which yes. is over a million acres. Wow. wow. Over that's, a million acres of dense big. forest. Well, and it's funny. So... The Pine Barrens, it's really weird. That whole area, basically, <clears throat> the reason why they call it the Pine Barrens is all these pine trees grew up in this soil that won't, I mean, there's no grass. It's, it's a, like rock Acidic, right? It's, and acid, or not acid, but a, sand. Is uh, it a, they said it's, a, it's, it's acidic, acidic soil, soil or something like that. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know. I'm not a fucking gardener. You never know. I got a green thumb. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, um, like I said, I love the woods and being deep in the, I mean, a million acres of this, I mean, it's, it's creepy. You're, there's so much out there. And then this story, I didn't Jersey realize Devil, it was that big. Yeah. A million was, acres. That's, that's the lot. same thing she said to me. Wow. I, I didn't realize wow. it was that big. <laughs> he was talking about his ass. Yeah. Oh, what'd you get? Get your, get your minds out of gutter guys. Come on. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, so, and with this story, you know, I'm sure probably mostly everyone has heard this. Anyone listening to this podcast has probably heard of the Jersey Devil. 
Um, but just to give like a little brief description of what it looks like, just so you guys know what we're talking about here. You know, it's a creature that has the head of a horse, the wings of like a giant bat, feet of a goat, and with like a serpent tail. I think I dated her in high school. Yeah, her name Gertrude. Um, um, sorry, if there's any Gertrudes out there, I really didn't mean to offend you. We're gonna have to cut that out. <laughs> but um, so yeah, I mean, creepy looking, you know, to say the least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I mean, stories. So, so can I say something really weird? Just not on this podcast. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't be weird at all. Uh, you know, it's kind of off the cuff, but. So, doing research on these two stories, mm-hmm. it really, I don't know, and this may be too soon for me to throw this out there, but it really made me look at how similar these two creatures look to the public. Is it possible, is it possible, they're one and the same? Well, whoa. Do-do-do, mind blown. No, well, if you think about it. If you want to go towards that a little bit here, um, maybe the creature is feeding in, it's the same creature and it's feeding into certain people's fears. Right. And uh, a lot of people are scared of the same things. A lot yeah, of people, yeah. you know. Um, well, I mean, shoot, dude. I mean. I'm afraid of spiders. So if, if it was a big ass spider, yeah, it'd be freaking me. Arachnophobia. Out, yeah. So. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's very possible that, you know, it could be just the same thing. I mean,. I, it's just something that kind of struck me. It was like, I mean, there were differences on the way they described them, but well, hell, there's you know the wings, and the you know the height, you yeah. know the the you know how tall they were. They were very similar in height and and the wings and there's and, so many differences you know. in the and just some of the stories of the Jersey Devil from people to people. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's been described as I mean different ways. You know, I mean, I told you about basically what. The majority of the cases were with the head of the horse and all that stuff. But, I mean, some of them said it looked like a mix between, like, a dog and a horse, like, but a hair, walked on four legs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, some people talk about the teeth. The, yeah, I, it's um, it, there's a lot of difference, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it's been around forever. I forever mean, is a long I guess time. if we could, I guess if we want, we can start with the origin story of it, so to speak, the somewhat of the origin story. Well, I mean, kind of. Do you do you want to start with that or? Well, I mean, we can just. <clears throat> I'm not really telling the whole. I don't want to go into details with it, you know. But I mean, it started, you know, in 1735, right? Um, right. With uh, Jane and Daniel Leeds, with right. the Leeds family, you right. know. And, and just so you guys know that. Some people call this the Leeds Devil. Yes. Well, the, originally that's what it was called. Right. And then eventually it, it gained turned its, into the Jersey Devil. It gains this Jersey Devil. Um. But you know the Leeds you know, family. Like the label things. You yeah. Know. You know, people call me an asshole. I'm like, really? Fuck it. I'm a dickhead. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, the Leeds family was a fairly back then a huge family because it was twelve children in this right. family. Right. And they were they were called considered weird people. And they lived up in the freaking Pine Barrens and whatnot, you know. And then basically to get into the where the Jersey Devil, Leeds Devil came from, the mom was pregnant. And there's different stories on this, you know, but the consistency. Yeah, there's like different numbers or stuff. Yeah. But the, the one that stuck out to me was 13. Yeah, the 13th child. She was yeah. pregnant with her 13th child, right? And um, this is where it kind of varies. Some people say that she was mad and frustrated, and she said, well, let this child this child be the devil. Yeah. You know, but some say she was praying at the time. 
and saying, mm-hmm. you know, don't let this child be human, let it be the devil. Right. Well, and, you know, that's like, you know, us nowadays, we're like, oh, God damn. Yeah. You know? And, I mean, we don't really mean that God needs to damn that or whatever. Words you know, or words. It just, you know, Get a frustrated. phrase or whatever. But, you know, and then, um, so she does that, and then... You know, on the night of the birth of the thirteen child's birth, the baby comes out. It's storming outside, crazy, dark and stormy night. Um, And when the baby came out, he was perfectly normal. You know, come out perfectly normal and everything. Blonde hair, blue eyes, and then quickly started changing into what is known as the Jersey Devil. Right. Right, and the, you know they kind of describe him in that story as kind of like dragon-like or something. When yeah, he was, um, know, come when out he with, was when he was when he was born, he was normal, and he kind of started thinking, morphing into a yeah, horns coming out of his head right, and serpent right, tail, right. the wings. Well, um, you know, while we're talking about that, let let's talk a little bit about the family because the, the reason why they were picked on so bad by you know, all these people in the town or whatever, you know, uh, the, the, I guess you could call him the matriarch of the family, uh-huh. Daniel Leeds. Daniel Leeds. Okay. He came to, uh, you know, came to the United States in 1677, um, settled in Jersey, and he was a Quaker. And these Quakers, you know, they all have, you know, they have their own beliefs and stuff. Uh-huh. <clears throat> but, uh, some of the beliefs that he had, these Quakers thought that he may be in league with the devil. Yes. And that's kind of... Yeah, they kind of... St- some people say it's said that the, the the Jersey Devils is the actual son of the devil. Right. Some say right. Yeah, he's the father, you know. Could have named him Damien. Yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> and well, here's, and here's where some of it kind of differs, too, because some people say that, you know, when he came out, and he started morphing. He just morphed and then screamed out this. You hear this a lot about Jerry's Devil, that scream. And every time you say that, I think about the mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Oh, I used to love that show as a kid. Not me. I did. I was, I was a ninja, though. I was yeah. into martial arts. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, this is where kind of the stories differ a little bit. Some people say that he just freaked out screaming and then flew out the chimney real fast. But then in a more darker part of it, they say that when he came out and he morphed, he killed his mother, killed his father, and killed a few of his brothers and sisters. And then the other brother and sister scared him off and he went through the chimney. That's an evil bastard there. Yeah, you know, I mean, um, it, you know, and uh, like I said, that's where it kind of varies as far as the origin story goes with that, mm-hmm. guys. I mean, it's... Uh, yeah, there's all kinds of different stories on this. Yeah, uh, you know, I watched a video where some people thought they found the actual house. Yes, I, and it was it was weird. Did you catch that? I where these people went out in the woods? Yeah. And they, oh, we found the actual house, and and I'm looking at this place that they found, and it's like concrete foundation, concrete steps. In 1735, <laughs> they didn't use concrete. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I don't think you're in the right place. <laughs> well, you know, and yeah, it's. People, but hey, but whatever. here's the thing, though. That's something I was here's, and I kind of want to talk about this anyway with you. Okay. Perfect time to segue into this a little bit. Um, you know, talking about believing in things. People are like, "Oh, I can't believe you believe in that. I can't believe you think this." Because I think of a, I believe in a lot of shit, guys. I and I, I have my. I'm a wide open thinker. I I will listen to you and you tell me a story I'll can believe you until you prove me wrong or 
I may not even give a shit. I believe you, even if you fucking prove me wrong. You know what I mean? Right. I um. But my thing is, is why can't we just believe anymore? We lose that imagination that we had, and that's one of the reasons why I, a I love horror movies and everything that has to do with horror, paranormal, all that stuff. And B, I wanted to do this podcast because, like, I want to talk to people who still have that imagination. Right. And right. um. Well, and it's not really imagination. Uh, you know, imagination and belief are two different things. You know, um, you know, it's just like Christianity. You got to have faith. You know, got to have faith. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but my my thing is, um, like, who cares what you believe in? If it makes you feel better that you believe in, um, whatever faith you believe in, or if it makes you get that feeling that nostalgia or whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it to walk out mm-hmm. in the woods and say, Hey, look, I think we found the freaking house that the Jersey devil was born. Yeah. In. Yeah. Um, Oh, I, I, unless you're I, making kudos, money, kudos to them, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I'm looking at, you know, I'm just saying, I'm looking at this and I'm like, yeah, of no, course. Now, unless no. you're making money and ripping people off, because I mean, uh, you know, I just, no. That's yeah. I, I, my point, what I'm trying to get at guys is the whole reason why I want to do this podcast and why I like to talk to people who, still have that kind of you know belief they can right you right. know what i mean it's it's it keeps you young and it gives you a reason why can't we fucking believe anymore man just why can't you just go with it and- because there's too many negative nancy's out there uh science has proved a lot of things wrong um yeah i, I get into people about science all the time know, too and but i'm also like who's who's science who who made up yeah, that science yeah. who made up this who made up that i believe somebody that, had to make up that formula to disprove that exactly and you're going off their formula you know it is what it is i just kind of wanted to go on that for a minute just because i you know i i, I want to know this podcast guys is going to be a safe place for you guys to fucking believe and i hate saying that word god damn it why did i say that because safe fuck place. is your favorite word. No, no. Oh, not that word. No, I'm not sorry. that one. Safe, a safe space. This oh. place is going to be somewhere you guys can go to talk about whatever you want. Kind of like George Norrie was back in the day. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Oh, yeah. George I miss Norrie. that. I, I want that. And I want this to be that. I want to hear everybody's stories. What was that? Coast to coast? Coast to coast. AM. Coast to coast, yeah. I want to hear everybody's stories. I want you guys to tell me whatever it is. I don't care. I love yeah. talking about it. And yeah. if, and if, like I said, we've said a million times on the podcast, if you guys are send us in an email, call us or whatever. Once we get a freaking setup for the calls, or if we can get you on here, we'll get you on here personal, mm-hmm. right, live in person. Yeah, see, and that's like, you know, I bring him up a lot, but Jim Harold. That's why I love listening to his podcast because he takes every story in with an open mind. You know, yeah, I may not, you know. If you tell me a story, I'm going to listen to you with an open mind. Uh, you know, I, I may not believe you, but I'm I'm not going to call you out on it. Yeah, I like uh, hearing at it. At least, not to your face, I'll wait and do it on the podcast. No, but, <laughs> <laughs> no I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Yeah, I would never Just kidding, them's, them's just jokes, baby. We just kidding. But uh, yeah, so guys, that's I just kind of want to go off on a little rant there about that. Cause, um, and rant you did. I really want I really want people to know that. I want them to come and freaking just tell us your stories, man. No matter how crazy you think it sounds. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right, so let's, but anyway, let's yeah, grab Snooky and head back to Jersey. Yeah. Um, so, uh, interesting, you know, uh, <laughs> talking about Jersey. Resident, the residents of Jersey take this very seriously. They do. They do. The Jersey Devil, they take it very mm-hmm. seriously. And I mean, 
shoot, there's been what, over 200 or more cases reported in the last 20 years. You think years. they take it seriously? Wait till we start talking about Mothman. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, Them you people know. are insane. But, uh, you know, like I said, in the last, there's been 200 or more experiences reported in the last 20 years. Wow. I mean, wow. um, I, I, it's a nonstop, you know. And, I mean, granted, you know, there's a thing if you go in the woods and if you're up in the mountains long enough, man, you start, it's a different story when you don't have all the electricity and the freaking right. signals it's, going through the air. It's, it's a whole new world. Opens your head up, you know? And I mean, um, so yeah, you guys, we told you the history on it, kind of where he came from, where he started from, you know, kind of gave you a description of him. Like I said, and some people say he's a cross between a monkey and a dog walking yeah. on all four. So it's kind of varies a little bit. Yeah, it really does. It really but, does. uh, there's been some interesting people who have, who have seen. You okay. know what I mean? You want? I think we're kind of. I, I, I think we're thinking about you, the same either, guy. You're either giving me that. Uh, I think we're talking about the same guy, yeah, or yeah. I want to suck a dick. Look, so well, <laughs> could be both. I'll let you go, and I'll tell you could if that's who I'm talking about. So one of the one of the most interesting ones that I thought was kind of cool was in 1820 Joseph Bonaparte. That's exactly what I was talking about. He was. The brother of Napoleon Bonaparte. Uh-huh. He actually claims to have seen this thing and took a shot at well, it. Well, not only seen it, but he hit it. Yeah. Because see what happened was that uh, they were, uh, he was hunting or something. Yeah, yeah. And um, supposedly he took two or three shots or something like that and heard it. He heard that he hit it, heard it scream yeah. or something. But then again, this thing screams all the, the time. It does. It does. That's so, that's its big characteristic. M-O, I mean, big you know, a lot of people hear this thing screaming. Blood, well, they say it's a blood-curdling scream. <laughs> um, uh, but anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Joseph Bonaparte, I mean, that's pretty crazy. Uh, well, and that was in 1820. Yeah, yeah. So you skip forward a few years, 1840, they started having a bunch of livestock killings. Uh-huh. Um, you know, and we kind of talked about some of those when we talked a little bit about Skimwalker Ranch a few weeks ago yes. when we were doing our uh-huh. UFO episode. Um, I don't know why the livestock killing unless this thing's just hungry, you know. Yeah, and then again, you know, I'm not trying to say that there's devil. I'm hoping and praying it's real. I believe it's real. You know, I want to be there. I'm going to go see it eventually in my lifetime. I'm going to go there. But, uh, you know, livestock killing back then could have been anything, really. I mean, cougars and freaking wolves. It it could have been. But as we get farther in the future, it gets weirder. Yes. Yep. Um, Yep. I'm just playing devil's advocate, so to speak. Yeah. So (laughs) these livestock killings happened in 1840. And then you don't really hear too much about it. But then it happened again in 1869. Uh-huh. Uh, same kind of thing. A bunch of livestock in the, the... You know, the place where this was at is really a city, I guess. I mean, Yeah, I mean, township, you know, maybe you It's a township, it a township or a parish or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Back then it was probably a parish. But, you know, they had a bunch of these livestock killings. But... You advance a little farther, and you get to 1909, and all shit, all hell breaks, breaks loose. loose yep. I mean, it, it's crazy. And I've got some story behind that, too. But if you want to talk a little bit about what goes on in 1909. Well, yeah. I mean, if you want, if you got a, if you got a story to tell, then you could tell it. I, uh... My story's going to ruin the story, though. <laughs> so... <laughs> 
Well, that's what I do. What's Come on, you know, it? I, I I fucked up Christmas a few weeks ago. Well, a month ago. Well, you know, you know well, let's, let's, let's just keep. I, that's what I. Let's do. continue with your fucking uppery. <laughs> hey, at least I'm consistent. Enough of this fuckery. <laughs> I'm sick and tired of your tomfoolery. All right, let's hear it. So let's, let's you know, this. in eighteen, or I'm sorry, in nineteen oh nine, they you know started finding these strange tracks in the snow, and it was like, like a, a horse's hoof. But what was really strange about them was, is they could tell it wasn't a horse that had walked through there yeah, or a the goat or anything. The... Because of the distance between them, they figured out it was some sort of biped. Which, for you people that don't know, that means it walked on two legs. Bipedal. Bipedal. Um, but what what's weird about that, I mean, the whole story's weird. But what's really weird about them finding these hoof prints was they weren't only finding them in Pine Barrens. They were finding them as far away as Delaware and Maryland. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, and and just kind of give you a little bit of, you know, there was over a thousand or almost a thousand reported, like, cases of people seeing the Jersey Devil just in January of 1909. Right. right. So, I mean, now that's... Y- you look at that. Was it possibly mass hysteria? Possibly. Possibly. <laughs> possibly. But we're going to go on the air of the side, and hell no, that motherfucker's out there scaring But then the there's people. something else that I want to tell you about. Here's the depressing part. So, <laughs> in 1909, there was this guy, his name was Norman Jeffries. He was a publicist for the Ninth and Arch Street Museum, okay? He is the one that kind of would try and set up new exhibits in the museum and, and like, put it out. You know, like, we have marketing people uh-huh. now. And yeah. That's what he was in charge gotcha. of, okay? Well, he decided, after hearing all these stories, that he wants to get more people to the museum, so he puts a claim out that they have caught this thing, all right? And he starts planting stories in their paper yeah, about the Jersey Devil. And that is why it went so nuts in 1909. People started seeing this thing everywhere. They even went as far as, and this sounds totally crazy, they went as far as they got a kangaroo, they painted green stripes on it, <laughs> and glued wings to it, and sounds- took pictures of this thing to put in the museum. Sounds like a Honda. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Think your girlfriend rolls on to? Yeah, uh, but uh, you know, I think that that had a lot to do with the mass hysteria of this this situation. Again, now we're just talking about 1909. Shit's gonna get way weirder here in, in just a minute because in ni- in 1929, this guy admits that it was all a hoax. Yeah, they set it all up. They they're the ones that put this bug if you if you will and and all the people's heads and made them the media you know, want to look for this thing the media out there again as usual yeah you know it, it's like fox news fake news fox fake news, news. everybody's yeah. fake news <laughs> <laughs> but right around that same time there's some other stories that start coming out yep uh in 1927 the there was a a, a cab driver mhm his car broke down on the side of the road, and he claims that this thing attacked his car, was up on the roof of the car, pounded on the roof of it, and then 
didn't attack him for some reason. I don't know why, but yeah. uh, tried uh, tried to destroy the car and then just flew away. Um, maybe he cut him yeah. off. Uh, maybe, maybe <laughs> you know we are talking about Jersey here. Yeah, <laughs> and some bitches. Are see now, like. see now, and I'm wondering. I can't, I can't believe I didn't. I didn't write down the date on this, and I'm kicking myself in the ass for not doing it now. But um, the naval commander Stephen uh, Decatur. Did you hear about that? Um, he was a naval commander, and while testing cannonballs in the Barrens um, at the mills, he shot claims he actually shot and hit the creature with a cannonball and that it didn't even phase it and it just kept going huh so, yeah, I, I can't didn't remember that if that was the same if that was the same year and i didn't write the damn year down i'm pissed off now but yeah it may have been around that time so that's a naval commander guys that is testing cannonballs you know shooting these cannonballs yeah. and stuff and, well and we're talking you know early turn of the century mm-hmm. you know yeah, uh, it's just some weird occurrences happening around this whole deal. Yeah, and I mean, like we said, it it goes all the way up till today. I mean, I don't uh, know if you have any more of that history you want to delve uh, into a little bit. Well, there's all kinds of stuff that I kind of want to mention here. Um, in 1960, in a place called Mays Landing in New Jersey, which I think, if I remember right, is pretty close to the Pine Barrens, they were hearing horrifying screams in this town. And it wasn't just one person. Uh, basically, there were several people, and it it turned into a panic. These people in this town started panicking. So the uh, the police department in the town assured the people that you know it was a hoax mm-hmm. because of you know yeah all the stuff all the stuff that had come out. Now we're you know we're we're in the 1960s here, so you know they assured them that it was all a hoax. Well, there was this man that was a circus owner. He put out a a bunch of posters with a description, you know, or a a depiction, Uh I guess, of the Jersey Devil and was offering a $100,000 reward for anybody that could bring him a body. Dead or alive, I want the Jersey Devil. Dead or alive, you're coming with me. (laughs) Dead or alive, you're coming with me. Uh... But $100,000 reward. In 1960s, man. In 1960, okay, um, nobody ever showed up with this. Of course. Nobody. So he got to keep his hundred grand. Yeah. But, you know, that's what sucks about, we talked about this a lot. I know you guys probably get tired of hearing it, but, you know, experiences are, they're personal. They are. You know, and. um, Especially my time in the shower. I, that's my time anywhere. <laughs> but anyway, it's like, it would be very hard. I can't, I was sitting back when I was doing this, when we first started talking about, you know, cryptids and all this other stuff and urban legends and whatnot, you know. Um, yeah, mass hysteria. I can see that somewhat. I mean, for well, me. Well, you got this, you got this, you know, this museum that for years has been telling people, that this thing's real. Yeah. They're putting stories on the papers. There's, you know, and all this stuff. They've been lying to these people for years. Uh, yeah, I mean, people are going to see shit. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, and I mean, but and and for me, like, I'm a pretty strong-willed person. I was trying to think if there's anything that I, you know, would feed into, you know, that would 
and I yeah, I mean, there's it's not as serious as this, but just small things that yeah, you feed yeah. into, you know, oh, that um. Yeah. But then um, again, what are they, uh, it's, uh, peer pressure. I guess, yeah, yeah, it's really, just but like, it's, mass it's mass hysteria is the yeah, best yeah. way to describe yeah. it, you know, to a point. But it's also you know, uh, it's. You kind of believe you're going to believe what you want to believe, right? You right. know, there's people who are hardcore scientists who believe nothing but science, and then there's people who believe. Like I was listening to these these guys, this these two scientists talking to this guy on a po- on another podcast. I can't remember what podcast it was. Been honest with you guys, but and they were just bashing people who believe in fucking uh, paranormal stuff and ghosts are just stupid and blah blah. They're just paranoid right. dummies and blah blah blah. I'm well, like, here's my take on that is until you experience it for yourself, you're never going to believe. And that goes back to the personal thing I was talking right. about. You know, and a lot, what, what, what gets me is a lot of these people, well, I've heard them talk about personal experiences and then they go and they flip their switch on it. Uh, but then again, that's where I'm going back into the mass group think Right. A group think. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of the same way like... Uh, mob mentality. The mob mentality, yeah. the bandwagon. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it also kind of goes into the fact of people can make things happen. If me, you, and seven of our friends or whatever, how many, we're out in the woods and we're like, we're going to find something. Shit's going to start happening. We're going to find something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And... People be like, oh, that's just mass hysteria. Is it? Or do people actually make shit happen? I'm a firm believer that people can make things happen. Uh, yes. Uh, you know, you know, looking at that from a scientific point of view, I, you know, I was always really big into science when I was a kid and stuff. And, and people create energy, be it positive or negative. negative yeah. You know, um, you can experience that at work. If you've got one person at your job that's a complete prick, they will drag the entire place down. Or you're that one guy. <laughs> or if you don't know that guy at work, you're well, then I'm sorry, you're him. <laughs> but anyway. Um, but yeah, 100%. yeah, yeah. Um, but I and but also it's deeper than that. You know, I believe that things can people can make things manifest. Deeper, harder, faster. Yeah, I've seen that movie multiple times on the way over here. Whoa. <laughs> but, uh, no, like, anyway, I mean, that's what I was getting at. You know, it's, uh, is it mass hysteria or is people making shit happen? You know? Yeah. So I look yeah. at it. We need to get on with this because I've got a date. Um, <laughs> I've got several dates here that I want to talk about. Oh, okay. <laughs> dates. He's got dates. Multiple dates. I do have multiple dates. I'm just going to you know, spit some of these out and we'll talk about them a little bit. Um, there was a, I had read a report about a woman in 1972 that claimed she saw this thing walk behind her car. Um, as she was driving down a road, uh, she looked in a rear view mirror and saw this thing cross the road behind her. Now, what did she see? She's looking in a mirror, you know, I, yeah. I don't know, but she claims it was like 10 foot tall. Yeah. And uh, that was really the only description she gave of it was, you know, I saw this big black, you know, mass walk across the road. Yeah. Um, There's others, uh, you know, we're getting closer and closer to modern day to modern day in 1980 in the Wharton State Forest. I almost said Wharton State Prison. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it was. I don't know. But uh, there was a there was a. 
it said a pack of pigs. Is that really what they call them? Is a pack of pigs? No. I know it's a pack of wolves, but anyway, it was a bunch of pigs. They got killed. Um, and when the police went out to investigate it, the the ranger, there was a ranger that went uh-huh. out, forest ranger that went out to inspect this. When he went out to inspect it, he had found that this group of pigs uh, had been attacked. But what was so odd about the attack is the back of their heads had been eaten. Like, yeah, it had tore off the back of their skull and eaten part of their brains. Brain. And then they were covered, their bodies were, you know, covered in scratches and all torn up and stuff. Sounds like a Saturday night at my house. Yeah. You, know, <laughs> you and your wife. And some, uh, this story was kind of, kind of, uh, kind of cool and it kind of goes along with the movie a little bit and we'll talk about that uh sometime in the late 80s they didn't give a good date on this but there were a a group of people um they didn't really say how many people but it was it was a few friends had went out to go camping um and three of the guys that were camping decided they were going to go out and they were going to check out the trail on their Oh, dirt bikes. On okay, dirt I know, bikes. Okay, I know where you're at. I so we're, we're on the same story here? Yep, I know where you're at. So what's weird is, is as they go out on this trail, all three of their bikes die at the same time. And they won't restart. And then they start hearing this piercing scream. Blood curling scream, yep. Now, that goes along with the movie. If you've seen the movie, I'm talking about the Mothman prophecies with Richard Gere mm-hmm. and Deborah Messing. Um it happens to him. His car dies in the yeah. movie, you know. And the first time I had seen the movie, I didn't really think too much about it other than, okay, that's weird, but, you know, cars die. I, you know, I work in the auto business. Cars are pieces of crap. They die. Um, but he ends up losing time and all kinds of stuff in this movie. But I didn't really think about that until I read the story about these guys on the motorbikes. Yeah. You know. Man, that's pretty cool. Wait a minute. We jumped into the Mothman, didn't we? <laughs> oh, we did. It's all right. Man, we were like, wait. What the hell did I do? Because you, ta- you were talking to me. I'm like, Oh, no, I'm still on the Jersey Devil. But, yeah, I went into the... Well, that's the similarities between yes. the stories. Yes. Is the, we're, I'm still on my Jersey Devil notes. But yet this happened in the Mothman Prophecies movie. Yes. The guy's car died. Yeah, wow, that's that's, right. fu- that's cool. I didn't even catch that. Until I caught it because I was like... As I'm reading through that, I'm like, I'm like, oh yeah, and that happened in the Mothman Prophecies. And yeah, well, you were, were absolutely right. And you were talking about that, though. You said that the similarities in these... In and, these, and in these poss- stories. Possibly being the same. In these stories. Uh, you'll hear a lot of the sim- similarities when we get into Mothman Prophecies, but it's a lot shorter. Yes. Um, shorter yeah. amount of time. Yeah, and um, these are the kids, right, that their friends are like four miles away. Yeah. And uh, they well, heard... Okay, I didn't really know how far away they were, but they said by the time they got back to camp, the people in the camp where they were camping were saying they heard the same screams. screams. Yeah, I think it said, from what I, what I heard about it, it said they were like four miles away. Okay, that's and, pretty um, good distance. And then they went to, the, they they left or whatever... And, uh, when, I ain't gonna push a motorcycle for four miles. Fuck that. Yeah, I think they said they got it. Eventually, got them started back up. Or oh, some did they? Shit. Okay. Yeah. And then, if I remember correctly, they left. They went to a bar because they ran out of alcohol. So I went to a bar and was talking to the bartender guy. Yes. And he yeah. took them out back and then showed them a trash can that had been destroyed by uh, the devil. The devil. So the to speak. devil and all of us. 
But uh, so yeah, I mean, and that's fairly fairly modern. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you're talking late 1980s. Yeah. Um, there was another story about a another forest ranger, and this was in '93, same area. Uh, said he uh driving down the road through the forest, mm-hmm. and there was a strange creature blocking the road. Uh, he had to stop because he didn't want to hit the thing. Um, and he described it as uh, six foot tall with horns and matted fur. And it was weird because he said that as he sat there in his truck looking at this thing, they just kind of stared at each other for however long, you know, yeah. for a couple minutes, I think. And then finally this thing turned and rose up off the ground and flew off. Crazy. Yeah. That'd be cool, yeah. though. So I want to see that shit. But uh, there there was another another incident where three cars, and this is kind of cool, there were three cars driving down the highway. All three of them had to slam on their brakes to avoid hitting a 10-foot-tall creature that had yeah, ran across the road. Yeah, I read that one, too, yep. Okay, so I can understand one person being out in the middle of fucking nowhere and seeing something and freaking out. A bear This or is three different cars mm-hmm. that didn't even know each other. They were just driving. Yeah, well, it's kind of like... All three cars slammed on their brakes because something ran across the road. That's kind of like that story I told you in our UFO episode about when I was a kid and my dad pulling over on the side of the road, you know? Yeah. Multiple cars behind us pull over looking. Mm-hmm. So... But, um, yeah, and then, well, then you got the story of... Uh, and I got this off of... Um, is a History Channel... A documentary. Oh, cool! About the Jersey Devil, and they're they're investigating this story of uh, Laura Winkleman, and um, so basically, they were playing outside. Her and her kids were playing outside uh, for the first winter snow. And they're out there playing in the first snow, you know, doing their thing, and then um, they decided to go inside or whatever, and they left uh, they left the some Christmas lights on that had been sitting. And she's like, well, we go turn this off. So he took her, 11, her and her 11-year-old son went out there to go shut them off at night. This is that okay. night. And um, <clears throat> so as they're walking back from shutting it off, or the, they're standing there and her son's sitting there freaking scared to death. Like right. She turns around her son's uh, petrified, frozen in fear. And um, they look up and she sees this giant black mass with these eyes looking at her. So she takes off um, running. And with her son that runs towards the house and they, she feels it and hears it right over the top of her head. Right? So, as they're running, they, they're trying to get to their house and as they're getting to their house, she said they hear it, boom, land on the roof. Right? Okay. Okay. So, they're still running to the house and as they're running, they get up on the porch, uh, they hear these hoofs, like footprints, footsteps running down the roof. They get inside and their husband's like, what the hell's going on? You know, blah, blah. And anyway, they didn't sleep that night. And then they woke up the next day, right? And uh, as they woke up the next day, her husband goes outside to check out what was going on. And uh, he gets up, he looks at the roof, and their footprints are still on the roof. They they take pictures of it. They got the pictures of it and everything. Oh, they actually got a picture of it. There's pictures thing. of them. You can see it. Okay. Not not of it, but of the footprints. Oh, okay. Left on the you. roof. Her husband. Okay. The next day, her husband got out and okay. checked it out. Well, they took it to the local. The, the local. Go ahead. No, I I didn't want to interrupt you. I was just going to say that's kind of interesting because when you started talking about that, it reminded me of back in my notes 
back in that big hysteria in 1909, mm-hmm. and they were seeing these footprints on the snow, they would notice that these footprints, they would go over fences, mm-hmm. they would go under fences, and they were seeing them on rooftops of houses yeah, and stuff. And then when you said that... Well, that's what they talk about, too, and yeah. they said, you know, they finally took it to the rangers. They got the, the ranger service came out and were investigating it, you know, and they were like, we've seen, this has been documented before, but, you know, it's, do you have guns in your house? And they're like, no, we don't own guns or whatever. Which it's hard for me to believe someone living up in the mountains like, or living in the woods like that don't have guns. Well, but, and if you shoot it, make sure you drag it back in the house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but um, she's like, no. He's like, well, you better get one. You know, I would get one if I were you. And um, they said they couldn't describe, they couldn't make a head or tails of what the footprints were or, you know, where they came from. Not like it's, and, you know, that's, right. that, that's pretty right. crazy. You know that what is. I mean? That is. But I mean, creepy. that's basically the the story of the old uh, Jersey Devil guys. Yeah. I mean, it's. Uh... Um, I do have one more instance, and it was a little small thing, and this is fairly recent. In 2015, mm-hmm. someone stated seeing a llama-like creature walking in and out of the trees near a golf course. They were driving down the road, and they could see this thing walking in and out of the tree line. Dude, that'd be so cool. Um, And they described it as a llama-like creature, which if you get online and you look at some of the depictions of this thing, I could see that. Yes, for sure. Long neck, freaking, kind of like a weird-looking... Oh, yeah. 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 Sweet. So, yeah, uh, I mean, Jersey Devil, guys, I mean... the Jersey um, Devil. I mean, uh, there's a lot of information out there on it, Uh I think with pretty cool stuff. And like I said, with this Jersey Devil, you're going to want to be there. That's something you're going to want to yeah. personally experience being in the woods and checking right. it out. That's right. that's where you get most of it out of. I honestly don't know that I'd want to run into the Jersey Devil. I do. Just Bring saying. it. Bring it, bitch. Bring it. But anyway, let's get into the Mothman. Oh, Mothman prophecy. Because I got a pretty cool. Yeah, let's get into the, what the Mothman is. You want to. Okay, so well, I yeah, I can, I can. So the the Mothman, basically, the the people describe this thing as a seven foot tall black form with wings and glowing red eyes. Um, there are several uh, sightings of this thing, oh, yeah. but there are there are a few major ones. Um, so. The timeline on the Mothman, though, is very short. Yes. Uh, well, we'll, kind, we'll just yeah. we'll just get into it, okay? So the first sighting of this Mothman creature was in a place called Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Point Pleasant is a city, really, but it is surrounded by. Um, it's a wildlife preserve, oh. really. Um, it's this place called McClintic Wildlife Station. And we got to go um, there. Yeah, it, gotta, it gotta sounds like there. a really cool place. I mean, it it's just uh, basically it's 2,500 acre wildlife preserve is what yeah. is there. And that's where they think this thing was hiding because mm-hmm. this is where most of the sightings came from. But the, some of the first sightings were, uh, well, the very first sighting was in 1966. And it was by five grave diggers that were out working, and this thing flew over their heads. Didn't get much into the story other than they saw this black kind of 
well, they call it the Mothman. It yeah. was a moth-like, you know, it looked like a, a, a man flying, yeah. you know, with, I guess, like bat-like wings or moth-like wings or whatever. And then just a few days later, there was a man that sees red eyes over his field. He was a farmer. Um, his dog saw it, too. He had a German shepherd with him, and the dog saw it, and the dog started barking at it and chased after it. Well, the dog never came back. The dog ended up coming up missing, which kind of leads to the next sighting of it, because the next sighting was just a couple days after that. Uh, there were two couples, like so four people, that was, mm-hmm. they were on a double date. Uh, they come running into the sheriff's office, in complete panic, they've just seen something on the road, um, and what they described was a tall figure, a tall gray figure standing next to the road, had to have been at least seven foot tall, it looked like it possibly had its wings folded, like it, like it had wings and they were like folded against its back or whatever, and it was, it was standing by the side of the road and there was a dog laying in the road right in front of it now they they couldn't describe the dog yeah could it have possibly been this farmer's german shepherd yeah it possibly could have been or it could have been somebody else's dog Uh, you never know but they said that when they saw the thing it rose up in the air and chased their car and the story that i was reading on that uh there one of the women was driving the car and she said, "Here we go." <laughs> at one time, uh, I'm surprised she didn't crash. Um, no, uh, at one time she had reached speeds close to 100 miles an hour, and this thing was still right, right on them. And it did not break away from them until they actually pulled into the city limits. It didn't follow them into yeah. the city. Very strange story. Very yeah, strange. see, and, and you know, I want to start off by saying too, you know, the Mothman is considered a harbinger of doom. So, mm. yes, I did read that. So, like, they're saying that he's basically a prophecy, almost, so to speak. Right. That, right. Um, I mean, there's been all kinds of. I mean, shit. Well, I was and reading, that leads us to the big story of the Mothman that everybody should know. Yeah. If you want to talk about those, you know, harbinger of, of death. Of death, um, yeah. In 1967, there is a bridge that goes across the Silver River um, that goes between West Virginia and Ohio. Mm-hmm. And this bridge collapsed and killed 46 people. Many people claim that they saw what looked like the Mothman on top of this bridge before it collapsed. Mm-hmm. Did they see it? I, I don't know. I wasn't there. I wasn't and even born. There were some pictures so supposedly you know. still, but too. I did see some pictures online, and yeah, it did look very interesting. Yeah. But what's weird about this whole, whole thing, how, the reason why I said this is really short, because after this bridge collapsed, all the sightings ceased. Yeah, and well, and then, yeah, until... I've got some stuff that I okay. checked out. Um, I mean, shoot, dude, be honest with you. I just read this thing and said, this is coming from some, I dug deep to look for some stuff. Okay. okay. 
And I got on this site, and they were talking about um, it was some kind of UFO site. It's I think they called it uh, I can't remember the name of it, but anyway, supposedly in April on April fifteenth, two thousand seventeen. Okay. There were three reported sightings of Mothman in Chicago. Okay. There's these people out I, on this I boat. I do remember hearing that. There's some people out on a boat, and um, they saw a Mothman-like creature. Yes, is what it. Yeah. And yeah. then as the and then like as it made its way inland, other people start seeing the same night. Two different right. groups, three different groups of people in the same night reported seeing it in three different places. Uh, That's pretty cool. Oh yeah, dude. Well, and I read also in um, 2001, Mothman was reported spotted in Sedalia, Missouri. Whoa, we're not that far from there. Nope, that's why I put that in there. That little Sedalia, bit. Sedalia, Missouri. And um, you know, just to give another kind of quick thing too, there's a couple in here that are kind of interesting when you talk about the Mothman being a harbinger of death. Well, but. Well, okay, go well, ahead. Well, more a prophecy of death. Right. A well, warning. No, I was just, you know, was was it really? Or was it something Was it something trying to save people as much people as possible? Uh, right. That's a kind of what I'm trying to, you know, a you warning. know, was it, uh, was it, you know, hey, people are getting ready to. Yeah, you guys you might know. want to be careful and check it out. Yeah. Um. Well, here's your example, too. 2001 again, during the 9-11 attacks. It was reported that. Someone seen Mothman Whoa. flying from the towers just before the plane hit. I think I've seen that picture. And then um, these are two really cool ones that I want to talk about. Um, so everyone knows about the Chernobyl incident, right? Yeah, yeah. Nuclear meltdown, right? Yeah. Well, in 1986, the people of Chernobyl started to report sightings of what they called the Black Bird of Chernobyl. But it's kind of crazy. They reported seeing a headless man-type creature with black wings, but had red eyes. Headless, but with red eyes. Not really sure. Yeah, how do, <laughs> um, and this lasted, all these reports, they lasted all the way up until the night of the Chernobyl disaster. disaster. Wow. Which wow. is, I think, is Yeah, really I didn't cool. catch that story. Well, and then here's another really cool one I want to talk about. Uh, in 2009, the swine flu epidemic. Yeah, the avian pan, swine flu. Pandemic, okay? So in 2009, the swine flu started in a rural Mexico town near Chihuahua in Mexico, right? Yokiro Taco Bell. <laughs> and uh, it spread all over the world. Um, it ended up killing something like... I thought the swine flu was from like... China or something. This is from right. what I've read on it this. Was, it was from Mexico. Yeah, right? small wow. towns. That's cool. They traced the origins back to this town. So, um, it ended up killing like 14,000 people worldwide. That's a bunch. Um, and invest, like I said, investigators traced the origin of it to that small town. In Mexico. And, so, it's, and it started in the month of April. Okay. Well, just before that, the whole month before that, there was about 30 sightings reported of the Mothman in and around the town of Chihuahua. Wow. So, like, you know, it kind of went a little farther than you expect, yeah, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, the main the main story of the Mothman, you know, was very short, you know. Yes. But then there's all these other little instances. It really makes you wonder. Yeah, and I mean, um, is it somebody? Uh, not not somebody, but is it something coming and like you said, warning you so warning, of yeah. imminent doom or whatever? I believe you know? it's I believe it's something that's warning people. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, and if you don't heed the warnings, then I mean it's on you. Yeah. Uh, here's here's a weird thing that I found out doing this research. And ma'am, we're gonna go we're gonna go out there, okay? <laughs> so right before the first Mothman sightings in '66, there was a Mothman sighting. <laughs> no, it's even it's even crazier than that. So right oh, before fuck. the the first Mothman sightings in '66, about two weeks prior to that, there was a man claims he was driving down the road and saw a UFO. The UFO stopped, and a creature got out of it. A gray, tall creature got out of it, and this man claimed that this creature communicated with him telepathically. The creature talked to him. Here's the interesting part. This creature introduced itself to this man by calling himself Ingrid Cold. Now, a lot of people won't know what that name is, but I did find out that the name Ingrid Cold is linked with a bunch of different UFO abductions throughout history. Holy shit. People that have been abducted by aliens, some of them have claimed that they were introduced to somebody named Ingrid Cold. Yo, aliens, you guys are supposed to be super awesome. What the fuck's up with the name Ingrid? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Could he have like some kind of freaking cool ass name? Like, Don't know. <laughs> that is crazy though. Yeah. It, I thought that was pretty interesting. It yeah. Was... Now you see, you also, the thing with the UFO people though, is that you also got to realize that. When did that happen? Well, this was, uh, the first sighting was in 1966. Yeah. So I guess. So that's... it's not like they had the internet or anything to know. Yeah. You know. True. True. But. Could these people have possibly read the story? Yeah, that's what I was getting at. Uh, you uh, know, uh, you know, but we're talking abductions back then. Yeah, yeah people way were back. Claiming yeah. that they were introduced to an alien figure named Ingrid Cold. Yeah, so I'm, mean, you know, well, who knows? I mean, that just brings you further. Is it into- possible? Is it possible that this Mothman that we're seeing is an alien? From another planet, and they're here to try to help us. To try and help us, to warn us. Look, you guys are screwing up. You need to kind of like know. Uh, Keanu Reeves in the day of the Earth still. Yes, but think about the bridge. Okay, how would this thing know that that bridge was going to collapse? You know. Mm-hmm. I guess uh, maybe they're time travelers. I don't know. You know. Yeah, dude. I I mean. Who, it's crazy. It, yeah, it's crazy. It, it's a very interesting story. There's a lot of cool stuff out there. Yeah, see, and that's stuff. what I'm saying, and that's and that's one of the main reason, guys, why we have this podcast. There's a lot of cool sh- shit out there, man. It is just unexplainable. Open your mind and check the stuff out. If you're bored in life, really, I mean, there's so much out there to well, not make you bored. Like, well, really, even if you don't want to open your mind, just stop and think about that for a minute. 
think about, is it possible that somebody could be warning us? That yeah. we're, you know. You, you ever, and it's not Al Gore. You ever get <laughs> get that tingly feeling when you know something's getting ready to happen? Yeah, and I just go, uh, uh, get, get, uh, uh, Sorry about that, baby. I'll welcome. get you a towel. <laughs> um, yeah. Always, that's my go-to. You are. You're welcome. <laughs> I stole that from <laughs> Brian Callen. Freaking Cleveland Brown. And boom goes the dynamite. <laughs> and boom goes the dynamite. <laughs> Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Uh, but or, no, or just um, a couple jack legs. Like I really, uh, but uh, you know, you get that weird feeling in the pit of your stomach when you know something's getting ready to happen. It's usually after I eat Taco you know? Bell or Chinese. Um, <laughs> yeah, I eat Taco Bell when I need to poop. And something definitely happens all right after yeah. that. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, um, I really want people to uh, just kind of, you know. Believe. Free your mind and oh. the rest. Oh, sorry. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Uh, no, I, I mean, we will just, try not to do that again. <laughs> and it's probably not going to work. <laughs> but you know, you need to. Uh, no, you don't need to. I'm just asking people. Just, just do it. If you're bored in life, man, just look into stuff. Like Eddie Bravo says, just look into it. Just, yeah. just, just do it. Just look into it, man. You know, there's no reason not to uh, enjoy your life and. There's so much stuff out there. It's interesting, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. It, there's plenty to do. But you know, and the, that's why we're doing this. I mean, we are. I am super interested, and I know Ryan is too, about the unexplained. That thing that you just can't quite put your finger on why it's happened. And you know, and and yes, and science can't disprove. I don't care what they any can't science, disprove it. They can't prove it. Yeah, and. There's too many people that have too many instances, and I'm and me personally myself, I'm a non-bullshitter person. I've had my own experience with stuff, and so I believe it because I know it's true because it's happened to me. Yeah. And um. Yeah, me too. I I've never seen the Mothman or the Jersey Devil, but I've I seen Jer- Jersey Shore. My wife. Uh, that's the Jersey Devil right there. Mm-hmm. No, but you know, I, I really uh, I want to go check these places out. You know, what I mean, it may, it's what me makes too. life interesting. You know, I mean, but that takes money, fool. We're working on it. We're working on it, guys. And we're going to be up in our game this year a lot. We yeah. talked about oh, it yeah. already on other podcasts and stuff, but we just want to let you guys know we're really trying and we're really busting our butt with this stuff. And, um, you know, we, we don't know everything, but we try and get some of the facts together. And, and our job really is these are the things we think about. And we just want you guys to think about it, too. Yeah. And, and I know there's a millions of people out there all over the world i'm not talking just in the u.s i'm talking about people all over the world eventually we're going to get to the point where we're able to talk to you guys in the uk or wherever it don't matter i want to hear your stories i want you guys to email us or write us or like eventually i said we'll get some calls hopefully we can i really like talking to people in person i like to get to meet the person i want to hear them tell the story i want to look at their face when they're telling me in it like and eventually Maybe we get people on this podcast. We're definitely gonna be. That's something we're gonna be yeah, doing a lot this yeah. year. Is um, trying to reach out to other people and get them on here and talk about whatever, whatever. We'll we'll do a whole podcast or just around whatever you want to talk about. You know, um, as long as it's you know related to the things that we're. I don't want to talk about politics. No, something no. I do not want to talk about on this podcast. We joke around about some things. Yeah, but that's we're, just we're, just, we're just goofballs. We we like to joke. When around. it comes to hardcore politics, I don't want nothing to do with that on this podcast. Yeah, no drama. No. You know, that's what we're here for, the good shit. 
interesting I don't, shit. I don't care for politics, and to be quite honest with you, I don't know enough about it to even start a conversation yeah. with somebody. So anyway, guys. And I don't want to know anything about we're it. We're going to up our game up. We, we're going to have a lot of people on here this year, hopefully, or so we're pushing to do. So if you guys have any ideas or you want to be on here, hit us up. We're on Facebook at the Horror uh, Chronicles Podcast. On Facebook, just look it up. You'll find us. Send us an email at the Horror Chronicles Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, and let us know what you want to hear. If you want to come on, get a hold of us. Send us your info. We'll get a hold of you. And Yeah, uh, you know... Uh, if you guys are listening to us, you're already on CastBox, so hit that subscribe button. You can leave comments on there. If you like what we're doing, tell us. Tell us you like it. If you don't like what we're doing, tell us. Yes. That's the only way we're going to get better. And we want to know. We want to make we want to make this interesting for you guys, too. We changed our format a little bit on this podcast because of some feedback that we got from some yeah, friends. some friends and people. Um, and, you know, and some other people, you know, through the internet or whatever, um, it, you know. Just tell us what you want to hear. Yeah, and um, you ain't gonna hurt our feelings. Nope, at all. And uh, so I'm a yeah. grown ass man. You ain't gonna hurt my feelings. <laughs> Definitely hit us up, guys. And please like, share, subscribe. Tell your friends about us. We're gonna be getting on YouTube and all that stuff eventually. Just hey, you, you two girls, tell your friends. Yeah, little Blues Brothers reference. Huh? <laughs> hit us up, guys. We love you. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for listening to us. And until next time, keep it creepy.